we have taglines? Uh, yes. Not on IMDb, but I did happen to find one on the DVD cover box art. So it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a winner. Okay. A new breed of action hero. Well, that would be true if there were any action in this movie. There's, oh, right? There's like <laughs> two pieces of action. It's titled Karate Dog, and there's maybe two karate fights. It's more just like talking, talking dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the only tagline I could find, and it's probably because... Chocho. Yeah, there's... It's because of Chocho. <laughs> oh, what a stupid name. But we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to everything that this movie has to offer, which is no budget that I can find to report, no gross that I can find to report, which makes sense, and because we don't count DVD gross, uh, this only came out on DVD. It was, all, I mean, it was a made-for-television movie. There that, was a lot of gross in this film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a made-for-television movie that originally aired on ABC Family on Monday, May 29th, two thousand six, at seven p.m. Okay. So it never made a theatrical release, so there's no gross to report. Well, that's good. But what we do have to report, here's the rundown, ladies and gentlemen, two karate dog fighting scenes, over 20 talking dogs, one dog driving a car, one dog badly parodying a Mission Impossible scene, one talking cat, one statutory rape dog joke, two poorly parodied Matrix ripoffs, one electrocution, one dog singing... Chantilly Lace, one dog playing drums, one dog playing cello, one dog playing a piano, and one out-of-place country twang end credits theme song with a 2.8 on IMDb and no Rotten Tomatoes score but a 25% audience score, which means not even the audience was supportive of it. Usually on Rotten Tomatoes, at least the audience score is a little bit better. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2005's Karate Dog. Let's drop some bombs. Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... I had something, but you didn't introduce yourself. Oh. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I'm Jonathan. And I'm joined in the studio... As always. As always, by my co-host... The dog that started talking that you wish never would have. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jarrett. <laughs> oh. Oh, Welcome man. to Mounds Away. Joining me in the studio as always. I was like, wait, where you, did you go? You know what it is, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And just like the movie, you know what it is, bitch. It's right. Literally, like, as you start watching the movie, you're like, karate dog. Okay, there's probably going to be, like, a little bit of racism mm-hmm. just because of the word karate. And then you start watching, and you're like, oh, great, there's a secret serum. This is going to be handed back and forth between the company that wants it 
and the people that don't. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, oh, great, a guy died. The dog's talking. He's probably going to avenge that death. And then you're like, oh, great, a stupid guy. Oh, great, Jamie Presley, which I was like, I just want to watch Jamie Presley forever because I love her to death. Okay. So everyone else in this film, I was like, get off the stage. I just—you could predict everything. And that was the plot, basically. Okay, get off the stage was the yeah. plot. <laughs> yes, please, just everybody get off the stage. Yeah. Let this movie end. Um, this is not, in my opinion, the worst film we've ever done. No. Okay, that still are, that yeah. still is Son of Mask. Fuck you, Jamie yeah. Kennedy. Always and forever. Could you imagine if it was Jamie Kennedy instead? Oh, I can. It would have been. Equally as yeah. bad because Simon Rex is just a knockoff Jamie Kennedy who never got as big. Um, his name or, is Simon Rex, and his best film was Scary Movie Two, Three, Three, Scary Movie Three. three. Yes, three. he's three. Joaquin Phoenix in Signs Part. Yeah, yeah, that's what he parodies in that. But then he's Eminem in Scary Movie Four. Like he's and that's the, the four one one on that. That's phone repair. <laughs> I I've never I I haven't seen past that. I never saw five, but I'm, I think he's in. Well, it number too. three is what I just quoted. Number four, I watched like number four once is or like twice. War of the Worlds parody yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. See, and this then number is... five I never saw because it doesn't involve Cindy. Well, it also or Brenda, but but they're they're like secondary characters even in in four. Yeah, they yeah. Are. Like, it doesn't matter anymore because that's where it goes off the ra- rails, and it's not even about scary movies yeah. as much as it is, like, attacking anything. Pop- well, it's just, like, popular movies at that point. I've, I've, yeah. And I hate it because— Although there is a really funny part where they mock the village and Brenda goes, this is some shit up with will we not put. Because <laughs> she's trying to talk like you them because they all Brenda. talk. Yeah. Oh, Brenda's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Cindy, the TV's leaking. <laughs> oh great um, another little whitey fell down the whale the whole world gotta stop her no i've said it before and thank god that this movie actually didn't go into that realm yeah but uh scary movie three and on and then all the other ones date movie action movie epic movie date movie is pretty good scary movie three it. was pretty good date movies the last time that i fell for any of that bullshit oh, in the that theater was, it was the last one i ever went to but yeah I actually kind of just barely liked it. Oh, God. It just had a, barely. It, just had a, barely. it had, like, unnecessary Kill Bill references. Yeah. But and... I I was I was uh, either middle school or early high school when I that's saw it. Why. So that's probably why I loved <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, ha, 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 dating. It's weird. One, one, of my, one of my kind of standards, uh, uh. I actually, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, welcome. you have none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, one one of my actual rules that I put out there, uh, I actually just recently asked you to, uh, for April Fool's Day to watch Back to the Future. Yeah. Right? And what did you think of it mostly? Um, <laughs> I can understand mm-hmm. okay. where the phenomenon <laughs> for it comes from. But yeah. like for me, it was just like, I don't know, I didn't watch it growing up. I'm like not from sure. any of those eras. So like, mm, it's not a lot for me. But then I also like, for some reason, I just had a massive, uh, like, inability to suspend disbelief for that movie okay i don't know why all right i was like mm, come on time travel really well, i think like, they get it right pretty yeah the second one actually kind of goes off the rails a little bit but i love that one too but the, the the reason i brought it up is because one of the criterias i feel for uh for a movie is uh to be better than what we would probably do on this show is that it 
is something that's a little bit timeless. Like yeah. no matter when you watch it or how long it be, like you watched it, what Back to the Future is eighty five, so yeah. it's over what thirty years yeah. old, right? Thirty three, um, I guess. 32. Yeah, thirty two, and you could still watch it, and it still makes sense because what because yeah. and most of the, even the references, you're like, well, even if I don't understand that reference. It it made sense in its time, and it's still nineteen eighty. Or there were context clues, you know. Right, and it was like it was set in nineteen eighty five. It was made nineteen eighty five. So even you're like, well, I don't understand why that's popular now. Yeah. Like, why it, why are they so upset about it being a Delorean kind of thing? Right. I was just really surprised that his parents were like almost fifty, and he was seventeen. Yeah, their makeup is a little odd. Yeah, <laughs> in in like, the uh, uh... right, but you also forgot that he had siblings we already had that conversation wait you were like you were like it's 1985 he goes back to 55 so it's like 30 years yes and but you at were the like, same time why like, is he not 30 and i'm like because he's about to turn 17 and his parents are about to, well i'm about to turn that makes sense i'm a few years away from 30 and my parents are about like, yeah my parents my brother's 60s. seven years younger than me yeah yeah really mm-hmm. oh man yeah Sorry, I was just connecting all the other stories that you told me about your brother. So I was like, wow, (laughs) my older sister is the one with all the, oh, Mm -hmm. no. So that's why I was like, younger? Wow. All right. So so basically. He's not single, right? He's not gay. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no. My point being is. We're talking about karate dog. (laughs) No, it's going to get there. I swear. Um, is that uh, for a movie for me to like transcend what we would do in this show, I believe has to stand the test of time. Meaning yeah. like you can sit it down in front of your children uh, and they'll still get mo- like yeah. 90%. It's got to be like 90% of the jokes, right? Yeah. Uh, that goes for like any of the Star Wars, like Ghostbusters, all that kind of stuff. Like I believe that you can sit it down in front of anybody. And then you watch these scary movies or the date movies, the epic movies, and they start doing jokes of, like, Tom Cruise jumping on a couch. Yeah. And you're like, how am I supposed to explain that that was a yeah. thing? You know? Like, I can't. Uh, it's 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 going to be hard to explain why Shaq and Dr. Phil are in a Saw reference in, in the beginning of part four. Right. You know? Like, why are, why are these people important? They're yeah. not. You know? It was, exactly. like, stunt casting. Cultural phenomenon. Um. So when we talk about stunt casting and the reason why is like you try to figure out like why are the actors that are in this movie in this movie? Yeah. And what's unfortunate is that the IMDb and the Wikipedia and everything for this was bare bones Mm -hmm. for answers. I had no answers. There's like there's no making of DVD commentary to be found on this or anything like that. Um, This movie stars. John Voight as the villain, Jamie Presley as the love in- interest, Simon Rex, who at this time would have been an up-and-coming star, yeah, right? And then Pat Morita of Mr. Miyagi, Karate Kid, parts one through four fame, okay? So that's, uh, that's your – and we haven't even mentioned – Chevy Chase. As the voice of the dog. Yeah. Which is the most – I don't know – not it. It doesn't work at all. And Lori Petty, who played the voice of Patty Mayonnaise from Doug. Yes, Lori Petty, uh, which was the love interest from Point Break, and oh, sure. um, those two too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh no, Lori. Well. Lori Petty. Uh, has, she's got stuff. She's. Uh, she's. Yeah. She plays the voice of Collar. 
mm-hmm. in the movie, which uh-huh. is all right. We should just get into the yeah. movie, right? Yeah. So yeah, Lori Petty of uh, Free Willy and Tank Girl and, and things like she a is league Tank of their Girl. own. Yeah. Yep. yep. So a really tragic story. I'm just a terrible gay. I need to watch A League of Their Own because I never have. But That's it's fine. got Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's got um, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. Gina it's got Davis. Lori Petty. Gina Davis. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I won't list off any more characters because <laughs> you will. Yeah, because it's good. It's got a great cast, and so I just need to. But also Gina Davis. We my played it at the Frida last month. You well, great. It. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. So. Here we That's go. What they called me in uh, college. <laughs> Shameless plug. All right. Uh, so basically, Pat Morita is playing um, uh, Chin Lee, and Chin Lee is apparently running down the street, and I guess he's playing Master Splinter before he got changed into the rat. The rat because he's carrying around a vial of ooze. Yeah. Like legitimately well, is the same ooze. Yeah. Color and vial from Ninja Turtles 2. He steals the vial from, like, some secret vault room, and you're like, oh, no. But he just, like, punches a control <laughs> panel and is like, the door is like, you broke me. I thank guess I'll God, open. Th- th- thank God nobody's actually seen this movie, yeah. or everybody would know that there is a giant weakness in digital code locks. Yeah. Basically, you just karate chop it, yeah. and it comes open. Well, the other weird thing is that he, like, has to break into, like, a super secure, like, computer base refrigerator essentially mm-hmm. but then later in the movie they show like it's a just in normal a normal refrigerator, refrigerator like not <laughs> blocked at all and there's like multiple vials in there so it's like why did you have to break into there to steal one when you could have just gone to their break room and taken it out of the Maybe fridge that gets cleared know. out every friday he didn't know like <laughs> so stupid your stuff will be thrown out yeah <laughs> do not take other coworkers' lunches or someone's Secret vial recipe. That's theft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, is anybody gonna use this green ooze? Yeah. Uh, can I put it salad? in my coffee? Different <laughs> dressing. Yeah. Um. So he <laughs> he goes back to his. Um. He works in a ceramic. No, he doesn't work. That he lives in a ceramic kinlan. It's place. like there's ceramics, but it's also kind of just like like this stereotypical like air quotes around the word like Chinese antique shop like right. it definitely is like this is just retrofitted for this movie and oh, it's yeah. like what seems Asian uh, put some lamps in there and then right. throw a scarf over it I don't know like it's someone that just like didn't you see the yeah. the, the Chinese symbol on yeah. the door they just searched the word Asian <laughs> like on Google and then everything they saw on the first page was like yes put it's it got in like there. a full Kinlan like, fire Asian going store. to and then they just did that. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised no one like actually got thrown into the fire. Yeah. But so uh, Chen Li gets back to his where his workshop, his mm-hmm. warehouse or whatever. He has the vial, and then he's like hanging out. And he, he puts like, it. He puts the vial in a, a a pottery jar. Yeah, which you're like, okay, that's not going to keep it safe. And spoiler it's, it's alert, to hide it, it doesn't. No, you know why it doesn't? Because literally, then he pulls when, it out when he when he's faced with the fact that the people are on his doorstep like a minute later. Pulls it out. Yeah. Like, you could have... Instead of hiding it among all the other jars. Where it already was hidden. I know. (laughs) He's so dumb. Um, But it's like the dog starts talking. The dog immediately is talking, right? And he's like, I told you not to talk unless you're in the face of truth. Words are valuable. Don't waste them. Yeah. And the dog's like, well, that sounds pretty stupid. Like, the dog is like... 
It is the wor- okay. Chevy Chase is lazily going through this entire movie, yeah, and it is not the proper use of voice acting whatsoever. No, like it, not it, at all. I don't even know who. I w- like Nick Nick Cage would have done better. Every line <laughs> delivery though yeah. by Chevy Chase is just kind of like I'm a dog. It's a witty response that you weren't expecting, and, and like, also Ugh. don't need or want because yeah. it's not witty. It's usually like. It's like he watched – it's like if we watched this movie and decided to do our own voiceover. Yeah. Like they didn't have a voiceover, and they're like, just say anything, Chevy. And he's like, okay. Uh, yeah. How would you respond? Well, doggone like, it. Yeah. And they're like, I'll try again. Uh, doggone it again. <laughs> it's that bad. It's so bad. It's not, it's not funny. It's not clever. Like now I understand I, – I said – out loud what I believe everybody on the set of community wanted to say at all times, which is basically just shut the fuck up, Chevy. Like, it's not good. Yeah. It's it's really bad. So, basically, these guys walk in. uh, They're ninjas. (laughs) Ninjas come in, right? But only one person is actually in ninja gear. Yeah. He's in, like, you know, there's, like, Paper, they're no, or no, no, like plastic they're, masks. They're plastic masks <laughs> that you can like find at Dollar Store or Hobby Lobby. To yeah. where it's like paint your own mask for like your own little fun thing. And yeah, it's yeah, like, for like masquerades. They though. cut like the jaw off it, and then like, and then somehow glued animatronics <laughs> underneath it, and then glued it to like their uh not even their ninja no. suit. It's okay. just like a full body right. like blackout I suit. This. Like, I got this. It's it it's actually. It's like a full, um, you know, like a like a ski mask. Yeah. Right. It's a ski mask that then they just glued this mask on top of it, and it actually is just glued around the jaw area. So he is actually like moving his jaw to talk yeah. underneath. Right. But he's like pushing a button. He's pushing on a his button neck to, to be like, like a vocal. Decoder. I am robot. You <laughs> stole my stuff, and I'm taking it back. Cancer kills. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> that's what's going on there. I'll never smoke another cigarette again as long as I live. hurt. <laughs> 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 yeah, right? And this is kind of pointless. Yeah. Right? Because this character, well, we know who it turns out to be, but this get-up, this facade of this mask and this voice-changing thing never comes back ever ever and i was like okay well i guess we don't have a villain it's not a very good look but it's also it's not a bad one considering everything else is yeah you know so so basically pat marita gets into a fight with with his henchmen and he gets down for the count and karate dog chocho is his name what a st- this annoyed me too because i had to keep typing chocho Every time, and my computer kept autocorrecting. Did you mean choo choo? I'm like, that's also not something that you should be autocorrecting. But a me. better name for a dog than Chocho. Literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> or just, <laughs> or just chew, or cho, or yeah. I don't know. So, uh, or Chang Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Mask um, guy like uh, does the five points of death or whatever it's called from Kill Bill and. Yeah. Uh, annihilates the Chen Li and the dog is hanging out with him and he's like don't leave me but like it's not that sad <laughs> the dog just like so you're going away now yeah and the guy's like I have to leave you Jojo make sure you only talk to anyone that is worthy of the truth something and like Chocho that Jojo's yeah. like well how do I know if someone's worthy of the truth like that's just how like Chevy Chase kind of talks throughout the whole movie like it's- what do you mean I-, I was just trying to talk to him it wasn't that bad. 
well, I don't know. I'm just a dog. Hey, like that's how. Like, that's, are you? A, I thought I was just keeper? Chevy Chase in the room. Like, Keep, keeper of the truth, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's very much like him. So yeah, um, you're going out for the truth, huh? Did you get the uh, right vehicle? Um, <laughs> but it's just it's so like he doesn't even have sympathy in those parts to where it's like someone's dying, act sad, and yeah. Chevy Chase was just like, I um. By the kind way, of bummed that you're dying, but could you make sure that you fill up my water bowl? Is like yeah. what a version of a joke would be to him, right? Like, right? So stupid. Who's so gonna, he dies. Yeah, who's gonna clean up right? my poop? He calls <laughs> the cops, and the cops are like, even well, on the phone. At we the, did. The gag. We skipped, but like that's the funny part is that we actually skipped the the point of this movie. We just skipped it. The vial? No, the fact that Karate Dog is a karate dog. Oh yeah. Right? Well, this is one, one of two of, times one of two he uses fights, karate. right? <laughs> Beginning and take a guess yeah. at the end, yeah. right? Very so final fight. So he actually stands up on his hind legs in the poorest CGI for a yeah. dog I've seen since Scooby Doo. No, it wasn't bad <laughs> Scooby Doo CGI. I mean, it was pretty bad in like, Scooby Doo. No. I mean, it's got the same flappy jaw thing no, going on. Um, so the dog in this, like, does the only lower jaw speak where you just see, like, it's like they take that very front portion of their mm-hmm. muzzle and they just assume, like, if we manipulate that like humans' lips are manipulated, that's how dogs talk. And it doesn't actually oh, use, like, I the imagine, full jaw of the dog. I imagine when Conan used to do it with, like, just the the jaw that would, like, with the black open space bu- yeah, behind it. Yeah, it's kind of just like that to where it's just, like, it's literally only just that little front part to where it's like if you put little lips on the very front of a dog's muzzle, oh, like, so that's only what they use. And it's just like, boop, 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 boop. and it's like you only always see little baby teeth. It's not using like the full jaw of the dog, which is what Scooby-Doo does. Don't oh. test me on Scooby-Doo. All right. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is better. <laughs> and it was written by James Gunn. I'm still very upset that people are sleeping on that. Also weird. Um, He's great. Uh, He's beautiful. So... Now, yeah, he gets into a fight. He winds up biting the uh, the masked uh, character, and then they all run away. They do have the vial. They yes. got their vial back. Um, and he calls. Uh, he's like, help, my friend's dying, right, <laughs> on uh, 911. And they're like, your name, sir? And he just hangs up, right? Yeah. Right? Um because he's like, I can't tell my name, or then I'll know who called. Right? <laughs> right? No, no, it was a dog. Right? They went, when they get here, and, the, and they go, what's the name of the dog? And they say, Choo Choo, or Jojo. <laughs> um, so now, um, uh, Simon Rex, as uh, his name is uh, Fowler in the movie, mm-hmm. right? He's uh, Detective Fowler. He shows up to the scene of the crime, and he's shown up with this, like, Portable laptop computer type device, which named Coward. God, is this movie about a talking dog or about a talking computer? I don't like. <laughs> it's so <laughs> dumb because it's like you could have made it about both, and he could have like created the computer system after he got the dog, and maybe like that's how the dog talks because Collar is a computer system and can translate dog. Like that's what I like thought would have been better. I like, like a that. movie and then, and then and then and then but it also seems like an overdone trope him in no, karate i think the dog just had that all in okay, already so, but the dog just couldn't talk all right collar stands for movie. criminology on line <laughs> analysis research 
So online, in my experience, is one word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like, I understand what it's trying to go for, but it's like, like, agency, like, police and stuff already have systems like that. Right. Like, 2006 isn't being innovative. Because basically, it searches police databases all across the country, and it analyzes crime scenes. Yeah. I'm like, but it, it, how does it analyze a crime scene? Because you never see it scan anything. Yeah, that's like, where I was like, he's not doing anything. Even when he's like, I need that evidence. And but it's like, also no, you just Alexa, because like, later on yeah. it's like, uh, caller, turn the lights on. Yeah, it really is only Alexa. <laughs> um, so Before the rename of Alexa. Right. Uh, so we are also introduced to Jamie Presley's character, uh, which her name is Ashley. And she is also a uh, a police on on the force, mm-hmm. and uh, they know each other because he goes, "Oh, you're um, you're you're three four. and she's like, "What what the hell's three four? And he's like, uh, third row, fourth seat over in our detective class." I'm like, "That's not weird." Well, so she brings up, she's like, "You taught my class," and blah 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 blah, and he's like, "Oh, your seat three four. and he's like, "Yeah, three rows back, four over." To where it's like she was just being like, "You taught me," and he's like. I stalked you. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I love when you wore that pink shirt every other week. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit odd, right? So, th- this is a part where, like, also there's like two other detectives who are the the trope of just like white chicks. It's like there's, yeah. uh, you know, your rival other detectives. They're, they're just always making fun and of you. Jokey. And, yeah, but you they're know? not funny. Yeah. Um, and then. Basically, animal control comes to take uh, Chocho away, and Chocho runs out. Yep, and gets in the back seat of. Why is it that all of our hero detectives in these kind of movies have like sick apartments and sick cars? Like, I honestly don't think he makes enough money to do any of that. No way. So I'm like, mm, no. Because he's like, I purchased this place and re like redesigned it. He's living in an old like boat dock factory or something, but it also has like a bank vault for a bedroom door. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. What the fuck? What? <laughs> I don't really get this movie, and I, I don't try to understand it. I but um, and he has he's driving like a '67 convertible. But like he and Chocho the dog both talk about the car like. Anytime they talk about it, instead of me like, yeah, get in the car, they're like, yeah, get my 67 convertible red paint and it's refurbished and looks really great. Like they sell, they like upsell the car. So you're like, something's happening to the car later. Surprise, the car gets drove into a lake. Yeah. Um, So he hops in the back of the, uh, Chocho hops in the back of the convertible and then Fowler drives home and uh, goes to sleep not knowing Chocho's in the back. Meanwhile, in the middle of the night, Chocho decides to finally speak up or yeah. something and wakes him up and and he's like, "Well, you were the only one trying to find the truth." Yeah, cuz something he said, "I'm here to find the truth." Yeah. Like literally, that's the only evidence that he has that yeah. this person is the person he should be talking to do because like in the investigation like, what if he went home with the guy and the guy scene? had like a massive drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, mm. "Well, this ain't the truth yeah. at all. This is just coke." Yeah. <laughs> You're just doing blow. You wanted to stay busy. I just, I, I gotta find the truth. <laughs> oh, God, I love the truth. Truth smells so good. Uh, uh, right? But, like. I have a nose for truth. 
then after that, it <laughs> I'm just a dog. Like, it keeps going. <laughs> that would have been a yeah. way better. That would have been a way better. <laughs> Doing blow with the dog. Yeah. Oh, great. Right? So, um, but it, like after this, it's like the movie gets okay. So super predictable. This is this is where okay. I wanted to point out that this movie was 2005, right? So it is trying to capitalize on a couple different references that we'll get to, right? But it's also basically straightforward. I'm not lying. Just like like the entire plot is Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Okay? So if you've ever seen Turner and Hooch, you'll know that Hooch was um, a junkyard bulldog whose master was uh, gunned down because he witnessed a murder uh, from his next-door neighbors, like at the boat docks, right? And then Tom Hanks shows up as the detective on the case, and um, nobody uh, – he's like, this dog might be a witness. I'm going to take it home. Now, Hooch does not talk in Turner yeah. and Hooch. It's a straightforward, like, here's a neat freak kind of – and this the thing is, like, the there's no – robbery and messy. Right. There's no discernible – a thing that Simon Rex's character is is doing that would mean like I can't handle this dog or I yeah. don't want this dog around like it's just there and he's okay with it right yeah. but then that's that's all the thing like fast forward in Turner and Hooch same with this movie by the end of the movie there's uh one final like showdown with a gun and the dog jumps in front of him and saves his quote unquote master or best friend you know same shit same stuff yeah. happens the only thing that's different is this dog talks and sometimes he kind of chooses to do karate. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not even like there's so many instances in this movie in which the dog could have gotten out of a situation or helped the situation if he used his karate. Yeah. Like it's not like that that's the thing is in that opening scene he uses karate to help save himself and the mas- and his master but then but not even successfully. Right? No, not successfully, but at the same time he picks and chooses only when I guess it's like financially viable for the movie to animate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, also during this first interaction where he's like, you're a, 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 a talking dog. Yeah. Right. Uh, you also have the dog and this is the creepiest thing, right? Cause it's not what a normal dog looks like on its hind legs. No, it, it's like, standing just, taller, like, more upright. It. Yeah. Right. And, it is creepy, and the animation for it's creepy, and I'm not quite sure why the dog wouldn't still decide to do dog things. Yeah, that's... right. Why was it in a bathrobe and a shower cap? A, sh- a shower cap? Like the re- it's you're all hair, <laughs> <laughs> and it's brushing its teeth. Just do it, yeah. And I, I don't get it because the dog should still be dog esque. Yeah, right. It wants to be so humanized, right? And this is, and this will come back, right? The dog also describes, he's like, how is it that you can talk? He's like, well, my master taught me, right? He's a master of like, uh, what do you say? Zen, right? Yeah. He's a master of Zen. And he taught me how to, how to uh, speak and speak English and talk like a human, right? And he's like, well, that's crazy. Like, and then he's like, well, what about like, he's what like, about well, when you talk to horse. cats? He, he goes, dogs have dog talk. Yeah. Cats have cat talk. Horse Horses have horse talk. Right. Which does not apply later in the movie whatsoever. No. Yeah. All of that, all of that, they wrote actual logic for this. And even cats and threw English. it out of yeah. the goddamn window. 
because he's uh, like apparently all dogs are able to talk in this film. Yeah, all dogs are just able to talk, and he's able to understand them. Cats are able to talk too and communicate in between dogs. Like none of the whole my master taught me, and it's a master of Zen, Buddhist like thing that I was able yeah. to train and learn how to talk. Well, there wouldn't no, be as many that. jokes if they didn't <laughs> if they followed the. Oh, logic. so you're saying yeah. that the, the jokes that were applied were jokes? Yeah, I know. They weren't funny. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um so next day, uh Chocho is like, Oh, we should go to this dog racing track because my master worked there and there's probably some shifty stuff going down there. And then this is when we get introduced to our villain and his family. Ponytail McGee. Yeah. <laughs> and so like he's first talking to this like kinda older looking blonde. And mm-hmm. then, like, some younger-looking, like, robust dude comes in, and he's like, I love you both as my children. And I was like, I thought that was his wife. Right? Yeah. Because she looks older. She, look, she looks she older looks like, than John Voight's yeah. actual child, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. Like, very confusing. And then the whole thing Cougar. is, like... He's betting on race dogs, and he's always his race okay. dog is always winning. So I'll, I'll establish it here. Yeah. His name is Cage. John Voight's character is Cage. Cage. Cage is um a pharma mogul, mm-hmm. right? Who has made his millions in the pharmaceutical business and also owns a football team and these uh dog race tracks. Okay? That's basically all you need to know. Um, it just sounds like something shifty's going on. Yeah, like why would right? you need those three things together? <laughs> right. And the football, football, football one doesn't and, even apply. Yeah. It's just something that's like brought up just to show yeah. how how powerful and cool he is and, and popular he is within yeah. the city cuz he knows the mayor and everything else, right? He's going golfing um, with the mayor. He is dressed in like a weird like gi-esque suit yeah. or something, right? He's always wearing these weird Asian type suits and uh, there was a picture, an old timey picture that Pat Morita had in the beginning of the film, being like, "That's my brother and my best student." And I'm like, "That's gonna be the bad guy." Um, that's exactly how Ninja Turtles went down. Yeah. Like Master Splinter and Shredder were pupils together. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you're, everything is a tired trope, a tired yeah. re- rewash of something else we've seen that was better. Yeah. So. At Pharma, the detective, um, Fowler, he meets uh, – oh, my gosh. I forgot his name. Uh, Cage. He meets Cage. Right. And, and Cage, Cage like, Jr., which yeah. is um, the guy who played Billy Bob in Not yes, Another Teen Movie. he did. Yeah. That's why he looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. um, and they're, they're basically like, everything's fine. Everything's great. Let's just make sure that, you know, we're all doing good. Like, yeah. they just kind of write him off. And he eventually, he does. He kind of leaves. But at the same time, we have Cho-Cho talking with all the race dogs. And the race dogs are just having fun, doing good. Yeah. No, it. this is the part that gets weird, too. You just said, like, race dogs, okay? so Oh, not like racism dogs. Like, yeah. the dogs are racing. They're, right. like, running around. Yeah. So, basically... um they they don't find anything really there. Um, he talks to the race dogs, but they 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 kind of give him little hints. But I don't remember exactly what it was, right? But this is where you learn. You're like, oh, other dogs can talk yeah. too. It's well, they're like, oh, the 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 lady that's doing really good, uh, or the dog lady that's doing really good on this racing. She is a newcomer, but she's amazing and she's beating everyone like ninefold 
or whatever, tenfold. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, something beauty or something. Yeah. Sunrise beauty or Southern oh, beauty. What is it? Southern beauty. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so then um, she's won four out of the last six races. Yeah, yeah. And so then they leave, and they're like, "We didn't find anything." But then Chocho's like. Well, when the attacker was attacking my master, I bit his wrist. Yes. And so he has a bite on his wrist and a bandage. And then we see a car, like, leaving, and the guy, like, sticks his hand out of it, and there's a bandage around his wrist. So Chocho's like, we got to catch him. We got to go after him. And then Chocho decides that he knows how to drive and just jumps in the car and takes action. Also, this is the part right before this where he's, like, extremely cat racist. Oh, yeah. He's like, I hate cats. They're lazy. They take advantage of their owners. They're dumb, okay, stupid that... felines and fluff balls. And I was like, mm, once again, okay. also would have been good and funny if, one, it wasn't delivered by Chevy Chase. Yeah. Two, it there was, was more there cat. Was, yeah. <laughs> there was actual, like, jokes related to, like, and, and who poops in the sand and stuff yeah. like that, right? Instead, he's like, I'm pretty sure they're responsible for, like, the plague and World War II. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if anything, dogs were. Weren't German shepherds right next to Hitler? <laughs> like, yeah. that was weird, right? Because that's not a joke, Chevy. No. That's not. And that does sound like one of, like, his free line that they're like, just talk something. And he's like, I'm pretty sure they're responsible for uh, this and this. And it's like, that's not funny. I'm really starting to think that the whole world is right and that Chevy is an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and has not been funny since like vacation Christmas. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> right. And and he's only been funny because people wrote shit for him. Yeah. You know? Like, uh I remember like one of the most famous stories is that like uh, one, he was the first cast member of Saturday Night Live to actually leave Saturday Night Live within its first year. Wow. Right. Thought he was like, I'm gonna be a big star. Fuck all you, right? And then apparently every time he came back to host from then on, like, treated every cast member like shit and yeah. um, and would not rehearse and like, just had this air of, like, undeserved stardom to him. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this all makes sense. Like, yeah. so when we're listening to these jokes now, you're like, oh, somebody is a fan of you and was like, just, just rip, Chevy. Go ahead. And you're like, no, yeah. no, 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 please don't. Oh, God. Right? So, yeah, uh, back to your saying he hops in the car. Oh, and then it's like, it's not even a car chase at that point. Like, they straight up lose the car they're following oh, right no off car. the bat. Yeah. And then it's like, I can't control this. For some reason, the accelerator's stuck down. And it's not even like someone cut the brake line or the accelerator. Like, nothing like that ever comes back into no. play. It's literally just like... He doesn't know how to drive a car is what right. it seems. And then, of course, because it's a nice car, it goes into a lake. It drives through a fence and goes into a lake. But somehow, there's damage on 180% I'm so glad you pointed this out. Okay, like the back, Why? the rear end is dented in. Okay. The trunk's open. The doors are broken. It goes like, down. It, go, it goes over like a, a crest and down a hill that could only be about a story, a, fo- a story tall. It's right? literally, it's like it's from one the floor road, tall. not even that. Right. That's Maybe. no, it's like a six foot decline. Right. Enough that you can't see over the hill to see that there was a lake. You could. But <laughs> you could. No, it, there's um, no excuse for this. The car like even is like whenever they show the car in the water, it's the hood is barely underwater. Right. And like yeah, he's so still able deep. to drive the car. But. 
the 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 like point the, rear, of, or the point the, of the establishing yeah. that hill like that is to see that this car looks like it went down like an entire mountainside. It looks like it's involved in, and then has been sitting in the lake for at least six yeah. months. It looks like it rear-ended someone, and then someone else <laughs> rear-ended them, and then they also and then got they threw it in the lake. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Too much damage for like. Oops, we went off the path. I'm sorry, and, like, that's another 67 yeah. red convertible. Yours is actually God. in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So then, um, but he's not even angry at him. Like, he's there's like, no oh, my car. There's no scene where he's yeah. like, "Why the hell did I let you drive? And why am I following you on this case?" And like, there's never this anger of being like, "Why am I even listening to a stupid?" Well, he does get angry dog. at the dog, but after this next situation, this yeah. next trope. You mean you mean the 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 romance scene? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Forced romance. Oh Jesus Christ! So they're like sitting outside of the station, and they're both kind of like bummed and looking around. And Jamie Presley rolls up in a cop car and is like, "Hey." Sorry to hear about your car. And he's like, no, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Whatever. And then the dog is like, you should ask her out on a date. It's a perfect time to ask her. And he's like, what? No. And he's like, fine. I guess I'll do everything for you. You want to go to the Rainforest Cafe and have dinner? Also, it's like. It's called the Amazon The Amazon Cafe. Cafe, which, but it's like a super high class, like yeah. very fancy it's restaurant. It's just a lakeside restaurant. And it it's should not... not have been called Amazon <laughs> at all. It should have just been like. Chateau it's, Cafe. It's like, on a golf course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's called Amazon Cafe. I was like, that's stupid. Somebody just does not have their but so, <laughs> theming down. Yeah. Fowler, our main character, is like, I don't know how to talk to girls. What do I do? And Chevy Chase is like, leave it to me. I got this. Right. And then, of there's, course. There's a rainforest cafe out yeah. there called Prestige. So, <laughs> like, so I'm all messed up. <laughs> So then they get there. The whole idea of the date is there's a walkie-talkie or there's a walkie-talkie Classic in his ear. Classic Cyrano de yeah. Yeah. He He's just going to feed him all the lines. And, of course, there's like okay. he's distracted by a cake. He's distracted <sighs> by a cat. Like, oh and he's God. feeding okay. him the wrong lines. And he's saying everything that comes into his ear instead why? of just like, why would he say that? Not re- saying what he said. Okay. There's a difference between like when this normally gets done in films where – maybe one or two things like is happening to the person on the microphone, but they actually comedically still kind of apply where it's like, if you said that, um, or you were already in the moment of like a really beautiful speech. And then he said something off color and you're like, uh, he's like, your eyes are like a bear. Right. Because it was like in the moment. Right. Yeah. But that's not what's going on here. Like Chevy chase, is just talking the most random bullshit in his ear. And so, like, he can't filter out what's good and what's bad at all. He hasn't gotten off to a good start. Why are you trusting this dog? Also, why are you trusting a dog? He's like, I know women. I'm like, how do you know women? You've been, like, brought up by an old Chinese master who probably, like, hasn't ever had sex. So we get through the scene, and basically it all fails. Jamie Presley leaves in a huff, and then What does he say to trigger that? Like, the final, like, something just, like... uh, It's when he's trashing cats, I thought. Oh, yeah, I hate cats, Yeah, right? And he's like, they're stupid, and they're... I'm like... Dude, why would you be saying that? Because the guy is not presented to be dumb. Yeah. He created this collar like type thing, and he's a detective. There's no way he would actually continually spit out, I yeah. hate cats, like, right? And that's the problem with this movie. It's not silly enough to be believable when something like this happens, yeah. right? But it's not serious enough to 
ever be taken seriously, (laughs) you know, like that's a big problem where you're like, instead of enjoying it and going along with the silliness as stuff like this happens, you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like doesn't add up. Yeah. I would, I would understand if like this was Jamie Kennedy and he was portrayed to be a retard and yeah, uh, yeah, I'll say it. I said (laughs) retard. Like that's fine because he is. Fuck you, Jamie Kennedy. Um, but then we <laughs> we're get bringing to, like, it back, man. I told you every episode we're gonna start just hating on it. <laughs> so then we get to the end of the date, though, and Chocho's like, he's like, "Why would you say that stuff to me?" And Chocho's like, "What? I don't know. I'm not good with girls." Yeah, like something along the lines of like, "What? I've never been on a date. Why would you trust me?" And it's like, "You literally said you've got this, and you know what to do, you right. fucker." Like, yeah, would have murdered him myself. He lazily cops out just yeah. like Chevy probably would. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm not a comedian. Usually people write it for me. And it's like, oh, no. And then, of course, he's I like, I just did well, Pratt Falls to yeah. Gerald Ford. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> he's like, Fowler is like, well, what do I do now? And Chocho's like, well, if it were me, I would chase after a car. But that's just because I'm a dog. And then he's like. Fowler's like, yeah, I'll keep taking advice from this dog yeah. and chase after her car. And then he gets up next to her and he's like, I want to tell you, like, I love how smart you are and I love your eyes and I love that you talk and I love that you're good at your job and I love your hair color. Like, uses the <laughs> word love, which is like, never use that. No, when you're, ever, no. you're like on a first date or like an eighth date. Just don't use the word We're love. We already used hate for cats, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's also like, describing things that are so basic about her and it's like you kind of don't know her that well at least in the movie it doesn't present you as knowing her that well and then of course she's like well let's have like a new date then if they were classmates in the same like training class that would have been one thing because it's like yeah and we like interact but yeah you were the teacher so you're also probably a little creepier than you should be so yeah, then they have, like, a real date walking around the golf course. And Chevy Chase has a date with a dog, but then she's, like, not interested at all. Yeah. And then they go home, and she's like, you having a party? He's like, no, I love the TV on. Then a keg rolls out the why door. Why is he – okay, why does he continually lie to her? And not even good lies. No, and lies that where it's like, uh, I don't know about any party. Let's go up and see. And yeah. then she and would have seen the in. party yeah. and then been like, what the fuck is all these animals? And then, I don't know, I guess you're going to have to be like, well, I'm Ace Ventura, I guess, or something. Yeah. But at least, you know. Get like, a witness. Something, yeah. right? So she leaves. He goes upstairs. Because he also doesn't explain yeah. the earpiece in his ear. Oh, no, right? She it's sees it, there. pulls it out, like pulls it off of him, and is like, you know, your words are better than whoever's been feeding you these lines, right? Yeah. I hurt the follow-up question, as a police officer should be, who the fuck is feeding yeah. you these lines, right? Because they're obviously close. Both very bad at their job. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, so he goes up to the party. And well, he's like, something we didn't establish oh. is that um, uh, we did establish he will only speak to those who, like, he believes are in pursuit of the truth. Yeah. Right? Um, so there has been a scene where he did try to get the dog to talk in front of his police oh, chief and that the detectives. Really no, but it does, like, to explain, like, why he isn't, like, well, the dog's been talking to me, right? Yeah. It's it, basically yeah. saying, like, I'm not even going to – he doesn't it's try just, the same tactic because he already implied, tried it. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's an implied scene with this kind of movie. Right. To where it's like, you know it's going to be in there. Oh, you – and it was. Because movie does everything. It was. So, Whatever you expect, this movie's already done. Yes. <laughs> Literally did the earpiece bit, which is the stupidest bit for date scenes. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. I've seen it better in Short Circuit too. So like, <laughs> Fowler goes upstairs to the dog party and he's like, "Everyone out! Why would you have a party? Blah, this is stupid." Blah. And then it's basically like a scene from Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, right. With like all the animals are talking and like, "Ha ha! I'm gonna pee on your leg." Yeah. You're like, "Why are?" Okay, that's another thing in these kind of trope, like of like talking dogs and stuff like that. Someone like, always pees on a leg, right? There's always like every other dog is like the douchiest dogs, yeah. like actual party animals. You know, they're just like, "Ha ha! Yeah!" Right? Like there's a Rottweiler. Like, who's seducing two small, tiny puppies? Yeah, and then he's like, whoa, calm down. Oh, wait, no, that's later. Right? Um, when he's like, calm down. She's yeah, that's my statutory. Underage. I'm a teen in a week. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, the statute. Okay, yeah, the statutory dog rape joke. Because that's what, that's what that was. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, um, so then oh, party gets shut down but it turns out that chocho was just like working his intelligence and he was like i was hosting a party so he's i could get some insight he's information full of shit. yeah he's full of shit but is he though like that's the thing is like you you think is like uh, he's not always he's not portrayed to be like a douche douchey dog who then learns a lesson and gains a best friend yeah you know he's not like some party animal but he's also not like this like kind zen master karate dog yeah you know like so i don't ever believe it especially when he does stuff like what the fuck do i know i'm a dog yeah you know <laughs> it, uh, nobody told me about the trucks <laughs> so, bad. Um, so they, right. like, they find out more race information and it's basically like oh they've been feeding a secret chemical to some of the dogs to make them perform better yeah it's, it's a like, performance okay. enhancing drug called lot 99 yeah. Right. Um, meanwhile, okay, no, this is that scene at the same time. So they're like, let's go infiltrate uh, yeah. Cage Dog Race, um, like lab again. Right. So he decides to put the dog in a like SWAT jumpsuit and put him up through. Okay. Backtrack. Defense Hold on. Fashion. First, he wears this weird like beard disguise. He looks like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Right? And he puts the dog in, like, a cart, right? But he won't shut up. Yeah, he keeps talking. The dog's like, you should have let me steer. I should have worn the disguise. I could steer better. Right? You keep running me into walls. What are you doing? Hey, stop that. I should have been the person out there. And it's like, yeah, because a fully, like, hair-covered object would have been not noticeable. Yeah, a dog pushing a a cart would have been worse. Yeah. Plus, like, you're giving away their ruse. Like, why are you even along at this point? Like, just stop, right? Because uh, that's another thing. He's never proven to Fowler that he is a karate dog. Yeah. And that he could help in any situation. Yeah. Right now, he's just a talking dog, which Fowler never kind of questions on whether or not his sanity is in check. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because I would. Oh, yeah. Um, he so, goes along with it very yeah. easily. So he puts him in, like, a SWAT outfit attached to a rope and puts the dog up into the uh, the, the rafters. And yeah. this becomes the midway point scene of Mission Impossible 1. Yeah. Where, huh? I said, yeah. Yeah. Um, where he goes through the ventilation ducts and then gets lowered down. But apparently the floor is censored just like mission impossible but you don't even like you don't even see sensors no you just kind of like he's like whoa don't get me too close to the floor there are lasers down there and you're like sure 
So right. then he like manages to swing him and copy a How CD. does he swing the dog from like I another don't room? Get it? I don't know. Like maybe pulling up on the rope and then letting down, but that also seems like it wouldn't work. That would just be up and down. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's time for the dog yeah. to like I don't know, swing all four limbs and right? that would have been a little bit funny, right? <laughs> so he 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 downloads all the information on a CD and then Cage is making a presentation so they pull the dog up and he hears the entire presentation about Lot 99, which Lot 99 is not only a performance enhancing um uh, st- uh steroid, but it also is like the fountain of youth. It has turned Cage from uh, he is actually seventy six years old, and he right? looks like he's seventy five years <laughs> old. Like, <laughs> he, he looks a lot younger, yeah, but at the same time, it's like eh, you still look like you're old, right? So he's like, "We're going to introduce this to the world," and like and he's like a little bit like hyperactive, mm-hmm. and he starts like getting some weird like rashes on his face. It's so weird, yeah. Like it, okay, chemical burns. So, all right, this is the part where then Fowler takes this CD and he goes to the police station. Doesn't even, like, check it first. No. I should review this information. Yeah, because a dog downloaded it. Yeah. (laughs) So he takes it to the police chief, which the police chief is throwing darts at a picture of his face, of Fowler's face. Yeah. Why? They've only had one interaction before. Why would he, because he was throwing darts Uh, at his ex-wife's face in a prior scene. Now he's throwing it at Fowler's face. Fowler hasn't done anything to embarrass him or piss him off or almost get fired or anything. And he actually, like, earlier in the movie, he's like, hey, Fowler, they're going to use your collar system and we're going to get, like, an entirely new setup, a new station, a modern station. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Fowler actually has been doing a lot more than the other cops and he hasn't actually been screwing him over. So we don't know why he's throwing darts at a I don't know. But he's basically like, I've got evidence that Cage was involved in Pat Morita's murder, and um, there's this Lot 99, and it's going to poison everybody. Yeah. Right? So uh, so he's like, look, it's all in this CD. He puts the CD into the captain's computer, and a, like, Jurassic Park, like Dennis Nedry, ah, 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 comes up, but it's John Voight. Meanwhile, oh, also, John Voight has a weird, like, country accent yeah. for some reason, but it doesn't also apply with the fact that he is a karate master and like I just, yeah. Jesus Christ nothing really makes sense but he okay. he looks like what Steven Seagal I imagine would look like in another 20 years yeah. like he's got a ponytail <laughs> he's wearing a weird suit gi and I, I don't know is trying to be cooler than he is but so yeah this like virus comes up which not only explodes, I didn't know viruses could explode, make a computer spontaneously combust. And not just that, it could make every single computer attached to that network explode as well. That, I, right? That's some terrorist shit. Yeah. Right I was there. like, well, oh, don't let that get into the wrong hands. That's way too extreme. <laughs> Jesus. And then, of course, they're like, you're terrible. Get out of here. But Jamie Presley's like, I believe you. I'll help you solve mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So they decide to go back to, instead of stealing the information about Lot 99, to steal a vial of the drugs mm-hmm. to prove it. Yeah. So they break in. Jamie Presley is, like, there. There's a pretty shitty, stupid scene about, like, John Voight, like, dancing and being like, who gonna drink some of my potion that 99 gonna have oh, that, some of it, it did he like, did, did the racetrack portion happen yet no. where he okay 
All right, is that coming? Yeah. Okay, okay. So he's like, I'm going to have – it's after this scene. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm going to drink some Lot 99 and feel young again. Like, he's telling himself – He's dancing like, around like a he's weirdo. He's explaining it. Yeah. So then, like, he puts it back in the fridge where all, like, other 18 vials are. <laughs> but then uh, Fowler goes and steals a vial, goes outside. Meanwhile, Chocho's at the dog track, like, talking to Southern – Comfort, <laughs> Southern Beauty, Southern Beauty, yeah. Which I this dog looked dead. Yeah, that dog was old, <laughs> decrepit, dying, and like, then he was like, "Hey, Grandma!" Like even there's called her three grandma. shots of the yeah. dog laying still, not breathing anything. Yeah. I was like, "They're showing a dead dog right? on a family film, right?" And then just like with its with the weird jaw thing, it's like, "Help me!" Yeah, she's like, "Kill me! <laughs> kill, kill me!" Yeah. So we come to find out that the dog is actually only two years old. The performance-enhancing drug um, has just kind of wiped all of its vitality away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go outside. He hands the vial off to Jamie Presley to go and find Chocho. But Jamie Presley gets kidnapped, and the cops are called. And they, of course, remove his gun. They remove his badge. Yep. Animal control comes and takes Chocho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that. Uh, yeah. just like any other trope. I'm not sure if the taking away to badge... I don't think taking away to badge happened in Turner and Hooch, but it's happened Something in other like things. That. You right? know, it's a cop um, trope. Where yeah. Like, I'm taking away your stuff. I'm and taking away like, your I'm friend. Gonna the and we're going to put your friend to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, so, Jesus. Uh, pretty sure the the dogs... Have, that's another thing, too, is like they immediately are going to like euthanize Chocho. Yeah. At the end. It's like, no, the dog's involved in a ongoing investigation at this point. Yeah. Right. Like, even if they're not going to investigate Cage because he knows the mayor and he's like, you wouldn't want the mayor to like hear about all your bumbling antics here at the police force. And they're like, no, no, let's sweep this under the carpet. Even then, the dog is involved in now this ordeal. Like, you're not going to euthanize it that night because that's what's happening. Yeah. Like, um, (laughs) meanwhile, every dog, like, I don't know, uh, Chocho is like singing, and every dog has like an animatronic paw, like tapping to right. them. Like they pan and over it's to a every single dog. Stupid song, and then of course, like the cat's the one to be like, "You done, you idiot!" Sounded terrible, right? And like, meanwhile, the cat can fit through the bars easily. Yeah, the cat's like, nah, "I'm just here for fun." Yeah, and so then we get our racetrack scene. <sighs> okay, you want to do it or should I? Well, Jesus Christ. So John Voight. <laughs> He's like, they're like, and number one, we have this dog. And number two, we have this dog. And then his son is out there and is like, what are we doing? Why are you holding a race? And he's like, I'm going to show you how great this thing works. And he, like, gets in a dog kennel. But he doesn't even say that. Yeah. He just well, – no, he's just like I, – I, I don't I don't think he's proving anything because he's, like, loony. Yeah. Right? He's oh, just he's like, crazy at this point. Yes, he's insane just dancing around the racetrack um, as they put uh, other dogs in their um, in their starting position boxes, right? Yeah. And then is he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, it was basically like, I'm here to, I'm here to have fun. You know, and you're like, compete. what? And he goes inside the last dog box and... And then they shoot the trigger, and the electric rabbit goes, and he's the first one out of the box and is leading the pack of dogs. And he's like, come on, dogs, keep up with me. Right? And they're like, wow, dad's crazy. Right? And in a a movie where we have talking dogs, why wasn't, like, two of the dogs, like, side-by-side racing being like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, like, there's 
actual plenty of opportunity to be family friendly and funny in this film. Cats and dogs did it better. Way better. Damn it. We just admitted that we've seen that. I loved cats and dogs. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so then um, Fowler goes to the dog pound and uses another violent dog to threaten the dog pound owner. Right, to and break that's all not the other fair dogs for that out. dog. Yeah. Those dogs are nice. Those dogs are beautiful. That's um, what? That's the Spuds McKenzie type yeah. dog. Uh, I, I forget what they're called, but they're in like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a type of bulldog. Um, I thought it was a type of terrier. Is it bulldog oh, terrier? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, whatever. Lies. Um, <laughs> dogs, whatever. Yeah. And then we We're also find people. that um, they find Jamie Presley. He uses collar to yeah, locate but, okay. Jamie Presley. That's another thing. This is another movie just like, what was it, uh, Sky Captain last week, yeah. where like somebody important to them has been kidnapped, but by the time they get there to save them, they've solved their own kidnapping. Like yeah. They've taken care of the problem. So, <laughs> so Jamie Presley and like her confined room, which is really just like a locker room. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the henchman is there, but and so his is his daughter slash wife is there. Yeah. And she convinces the daughter, like, you know, it's like we can still save your dad. Like he's crazy because he's taking this chemical. And she's like, you're right. And she's like, turns to the henchman is like, let her go. But the henchman's like, nope. but there's been no character development for this daughter slash wife uh, yeah. character prior to this. So well, this comes out of left field for anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but this comes so out of left field yeah. where like she's never been conflicted, nor has she been on the wrong side of the coin yeah. or bad. At the- she's just been there looking at other people in every scene. Yeah. Right? So there was no... She just stood around. Yeah. Right? So she's like, save, uh, let her go. And the henchman's with the bandage, right? The dog bite bandage is like, no. Uh, and uh, But Jamie Presley actually got out of her ropes right at that exact moment. And then Jamie Presley knows karate? Yeah. And she knocks him out. Right? And then it's revealed that... He has a burn on his wrist. It's He's a burn, not the, not the dog killer. bite. Right? Um... And then at the same time, uh, Cho and Fowler show up, and this is at uh, this is at the same time as Cage is doing a presentation of Lot Ninety Nine to the public, right? But he's also going crazy. Yeah, and then the dogs start attacking everyone. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. Cho, 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 Fowler, and an entire van of dogs from the pound yeah. show up, right? And he ma- makes makes them run loose. But it's also, like, not comedically – like, they just, like, run through. Like, they yeah. do pass by, and that's it, right? Like, it's supposed to be like, oh, dog antics. Yeah. Dogs are everywhere. Ah! This is when we get our, like, our underage rape. Yes. Like, yes. Okay, you – because I've said it enough, and I'm going to say it well, weird, it's so like, you describe it. And, like, a dog is walking up, and there's a chihuahua, and the dog's like – Hey, what are you doing later? And then uh, Chocho turns and is like, careful, she's underage. But then the dog goes, I'm a teenager next week. And I'm like, that means you're probably not a she teenager She goes, I'm now. Eight, I'll be 18 next oh, I week. I thought she said, I'm a teen no, next week. No, she says 18. Yeah, but Or maybe 18. But still. Because like a joke on how dogs age is like what I thought it was. Yeah, but in that other scene with Southern Comfort, yeah. she goes, uh, she I'm, goes too, I'm an old I'm, woman two years old and he's like that's crazy you should be like way older you know like so what this one's over here being like I'm 18 next week and that's not old enough for dogs 
oh my god, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go to jail. She's not 42. So we follow the um, we follow. So the jig is up. Cage goes yeah. up to the roof. Yeah. Right. And Chocho gets up there. Chocho too. gets up there. And this is where Cage reveals part of his motives of Lot 99. Do you remember this? To make everyone not die? Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. So he says, so no child will ever be an orphan again. Oh, because he was an orphan. Yeah, but who I don't know does how he that think would help. is having children? 80-year-olds? Yeah. <laughs> because... <laughs> I mean, all of our parents die eventually. Yeah. Like, okay, so when your parents die, are you going to walk around saying you're an orphan now? No. I think I might, just for, for the fun of it. God, just because of this movie. I mean, like, I was an orphan. They're like, what? But I've heard about your parents. Yeah, they just died. They just passed. <laughs> right? Uh, if Lot 99 was around, I would still not be an orphan. Yeah. But now I am. Right? That's what he says. Yeah. And Very that's a stupid weird, motive. Right? That's a weird, like, insert this line here because that's what kids are afraid of line or yeah, something. I don't I think so. Right. But that's his entire motivation. He actually says it out loud. And then they like matrix it out. They reveal themselves like, well, we, you both knew he's the one that was bit. He was the one under the mask yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Predictable. And you're like, well, why was he wearing a mask? Like, who cares? If you're going to kill him, don't wear a mask. Right. Like, like why was he wearing a mask? Like, because he didn't want Pat Marie to, sit, to see him? Like, I don't I don't get it. So, they square off, and they start showing off their, like, <laughs> moves, right? And they just start breakdancing for no reason. Yeah. Right? And they even have a moment where they both, like, they hit each other, and they're in slow motion, so they're just hovering in the air. And then Chocho goes, That's now another major move, licking you in the face. And, like, just licks him in the uh, face. It's like karate chops with a tongue. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, they do these like break dance, like squared square offs, and then like he winds up like leaping backwards and into the dumpster, which then he starts throwing trash at him, which then it does its first Matrix ripoff, which is yeah. slow dodging, um, things that are flying in the air, and they the things that are flying in the air even make the bullet ripple thing, like yeah. like Neo Stupid. dodging the bullets on the rooftop. Right, and we're like, Jesus Christ! Like, how many times is a movie gonna do that? Like, yeah. the Matrix, like that thing was that huge that Scary Movie did it. Um, what is it? A Kung Pao did, did it. it. Like, yeah. Jesus! Like, it was everywhere. It was just dumb, right? Um, so at this point, though, six years after the Matrix came out, like, yeah. you can't keep doing it. I mean, at least when Scary Movie did it, the Matrix had been out for six months, maybe. Yeah. Right? Scary Movie 1 came out in 2000. Matrix was 99. So, um, then they do the other thing where, like you said, they dive at each other. Now, that's the same thing as the Matrix in the subway with him and Mr. Smith where they dive at each other and the camera spins around them in slow-mo. Yeah. But this one, like, they spin, like, on a different around axis. Them? Yeah. <laughs> like, they spin and the camera's like, I'm going to hold. You guys spin. Now I'll spin. And now you guys spin again. And then, um, and then he just proceeds to fall to the ground, and they have a couple more hits and kicks, and he does one final roundhouse move, kicks him in the face, and he's down for the count. But no, he's not. Yeah. He stands up, 
and grabs onto like a loose piece of electrical conduit I thought that's he, like, on the ripped sign it out of or the something. Sign. I don't know. It was like, I'm going to electrocute you, but then he just electrocutes himself. Just electrocutes himself as you would. Yeah. Right? And then falls down to the ground. Um, and then Fowler and Jamie Presley and Cage Jr. shows up upstairs on the roof to see that final like drop. And then Fowler's like, you're under arrest. And then out of nowhere... Because once again, just like the other sibling, like their character motivations are not clear. Yeah, he just decides to be like, "Not my dad, not my dad," and pulls out a gun slow mo and shoots. And Chocho dies in front of Fowler and gets hit with the bullet. Though Fowler throws himself backwards, like he got hit with the bullet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, acting. Uh, and then they don't even have like a goodbye moment. So this is the yeah. thing. In Turner and Hooch, when this happens, Tom Hanks is crying over the dog. The dog is, like, slow breathing. Like, it is going to die, right? In this one, they're just like, awards! You're my friend now. Okay. Right? And you're like, I know it's alive. Like, you didn't even show it die, right? Yeah. But they pan over to, like, a couple weeks later when Fallow's getting a medal for no reason. But it's like a medal... If you get in elementary school, right. it's like on the super cheap Very, ribbon. Yeah. And, um, it's going to fall But apart. I don't understand right. why he's getting the medal. He solved something. Because I guess he technically wasn't a cop at the time. So I was like, ooh, citizen, woo. Is that, Doesn't, is that what I you'd don't say? Know. No. But then like, as he's like, the real person that should be accepting this award, I wish could be here. And then, like, of course, you see Chocho walk out of the vehicle. And he's like, Chocho's here. Chocho really deserves it. Chocho. Right, and then and everybody's clapping yeah. for Chocho, and um, we got this, to our final this is the theme. part. This is the part two where I wrote, um, "Why is it every time that I think that Jamie Presley's hot, she goes and then does a scene where she has like some sort of cornrows of yeah, some sort? Why does this happen? Like, yeah. I think she's a gorgeous girl, and then she always like." it's like my name is Earl is engraved in her somewhere, right? Where I'm like, oh, you really are white trash, (laughs) right? Right. Because also, let me ask you, did you see I, Tanya? No. Oh, man. Like, I kind of think that if Margot Robbie didn't do it, that would be my other pick. Like, I was like, perfect. Actually, probably maybe even more. They look well. It wasn't about looks for me as much as like attitude and going back yeah. to that whole like kind of white trailer trash. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't think she's acting sometimes. <laughs> like she's not in this at all. Yeah. But like almost all the time, it's like that's why they picked her. Right. You know, uh, everybody saw her back from not another teen movie. Another. <laughs> oh, there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, her and uh, the other guy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Every time I see her. I'm like, oh, you're strangely white trash hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we get our final scene where it's like a celebration after party and Chocho singing a song. Gee, what a surprise. It's just like yeah. every other fucking kids animal movie where there's going to be this like musical singing montage. But it's a song that no child would know. I didn't even know it. Chantilly Lace? No. Chantilly Lace. Ba, 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 da, I don't. Ba, da, da, da. You can keep singing it, but I just I know. I, don't I was know singing it, it for everybody <laughs> else because like... if you don't know it, I guarantee yeah. at least half our audience doesn't know either. But that's what it is. And then they, of they, course. Oh, wait, say, um, uh, nothing in the world like a big girl to make me. That's my money, bedroom. That one? No? You still? No? Oh, that's right. You did watch it. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Oh, baby, that's what I like. And then, but no, no, nobody. And yeah. Kids aren't going to know this. No, right? Why is that the song? I think it's another Chevy Chase All choice. They could get the rights to probably <laughs> maybe or a Chevy Chase. But song. this is the end of the and they're singing and the dogs are playing instruments and nobody's really even that amazed yeah they're all like okay cool where are the strings (laughs) and that's it then we get like a country song about like cho-cho's such a good karate dog yeah (laughs) yeah it is i don't think he ever says the word karate but he says cho-cho yeah it's like cho-cho in the neighborhood karate dog you're like went why this song is not appropriate at all yeah like for any of this uh so okay uh the one and only bit of trivia that i could find is that this is sadly the final film of director bob clark Mm -hmm. bob clark is actually famous for good movies (laughs) such as 1974's black christmas um a Christmas Story, which we all know and love, that plays 24-7 yeah. on TBS every year. Uh, Porky's and Porky's 2. Oh. Okay? And Turk 182. So he actually has a lot of good stuff under his belt. Yeah. And this is how he went out. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Right? Um, so W's? Um, Maybe, like, if a kid seems interested in something stupid, I'd put it on just to make him pay attention to something while I didn't pay attention to the child it's literally it i don't want my child even watching this like it's just it's not son of mask bad but it's like one star up (laughs) like it's just it's not fun or funny yeah um and it could have been even for a kids movie it could have been cute adorable but it's not um uh so my w's are never (laughs) (laughs) my w's are n's they're no never not now um, do you have any alternate titles for this? Uh, shitty. <laughs> shitty dog. They're like, well, yeah, that's obvious. Um, or taglines, anything <laughs> like? No, I don't. I did, I literally like I put this on. I stared at it sometimes, but other than that, I was like, you can easily tell what this movie is going to be, what it's going to be about, and you don't actually need to see it ever. <laughs> I got, no bark. No bite. <laughs> yeah, real. <laughs> You'll get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> it's just like, not even good, right? Um, so yeah, that just about does it uh, for us. Except that we do have some reviews. Okay, these are um, some some people seem to think that this movie was a good movie, mm-hmm. so we'd like to give them their little five minutes of fame here, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for give me five. So, this first one was written um, as five out of five stars on Amazon by a Miss Lee. Ah, Miss Lee. (laughs) (laughs) She writes, and this is December 11th, 2016. She writes, Karate Grandson, age 10, enjoyed movie. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ah, Karate Grandson, age 10, (laughs) enjoyed movie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so stupid. Um, next one, also Amazon, five out of five stars by Stephen Crawford, titled "Karate Dog is Funny." It allows you to partner with imagination while dot dot dot. He writes, "Karate Dog is funny. 
It allows you to partner with imagination while you help save the world. I sorry, I cracked up because you're the, you found these and like I was like, is it literally going to be the same thing? They're really um, dumb. A dog is a person's best friend, but in this case, also the world's. Five stars. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Uh, the next two are IMDb. Okay, um, title by uh, by Pepper Juan twenty nine uh, May twenty uh, May two thousand six, titled One of the Best. She writes, one of the best movies I have seen in a long time. It held suspense. It was funny and in a way sad when the dog got shot. It was family-oriented, all could watch. It kept us on edge, and I could not leave the movie. Karate Dog was a great name for this movie. The way the dog moved was so real. (laughs) What? (laughs) False. Uh, Its talking was real. No. What? (laughs) And the way he even mouthed the words. The detective work was unprecedented. And kept me wondering if they could do their job. What? <laughs> the other animals made it more real. Animals make the movie, I believe. And it did my heart good to see a man in a muzzle as they put on dogs. It looked well on him, and the dog guard was even better. <laughs> Callan wrote this, didn't right. she? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Um, so, our last one comes from a... Chi Bonnev 27, written on March tw- 2011. Have fun on this one. It's hilarious. Title, When Does Karate Cat Come Out? <laughs> okay. Karate Dog changed my life. I must know what Karate Dog is up to now. I know he must be fighting crime and kicking the crap out of bad guys somewhere. He is amazing. My favorite part was when the dog party, not the one at the end. My second favorite part was John Voight racing the dogs on the track. My third favorite part was Mr. Miyagi's role as Karate Dog Sensei. My fourth favorite part was when Karate Dog was feeding lines to Detective Jackass when he was on his date with Jamie Presley. My fifth favorite part was Karate Dog and John Voight were fighting on the roof and Karate Dog kicked his ass. My sixth favorite part was when Karate Dog was being interrogated by police and remained silent. Ha ha. My seventh favorite part was when Karate Dog was driving the detective's car and crashed it into a pond. My eighth favorite part was when John Voight drinking the neon juice and acting all young and vibrant. Funny stuff. My ninth favorite part was when babies tried to steal the van from the daycare center. Oh, wait. That's my second favorite movie, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. See my review there. It's great. Which was also directed by this director. My ninth favorite part from Karate Dog. Ha. Ha. Was every time Chevy Chase said something funny, which was always. Wrong. Very, very wrong. My 10th favorite part was when they blew up all those computers by inserting a CD and closely following that, actually before that, I enjoyed Karate Dog doing in their Mission Impossible style to copy the CD in the first place. 
Need I say more? Come on, folks. This is comedic genius. Every time it's on Showtime or HBO, I watch it, eyes glued to the screen. And seriously, when is Karate Cat coming out? Ten stars. That was great. That was I, okay, I think I, I think I want you to start finding the reviews or like the we'll trade off. Ninth favorite. Part that was from a, a different movie. Amazing. <laughs> so stupid. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that just about does it for us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed Karate Dog as much as we didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find us on all our social networks. Uh, you can reach out to us at Bombs Away Show, uh, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we have. A lot more things going on on Instagram now. Uh, I'm sharing stories on like a daily basis. So like if you if you like a little bit of uh, Snapchat in your life, but uh, we're never gonna go to Snapchat. Yeah. There you go. Like I'm I'm sharing like the films that we're watching, films that I'm going out and seeing. Jared, I recommend you do the same thing. <laughs> See movies? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. I'll just or whatever you're watching in your bedroom, like anything like that. It's all gonna be on our story. <gasps> Ooh, it's it's yeah. a little bit of a peek into uh, our lives. Uh, uh, we'll do a couple snaps of us in the studio and things like that. So if if uh, See, you want to be watching Scooby Doo or Gone Girl for the eightieth time, hey, that's fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I did I did like a twenty snap like rendition of last night's 1985's oh, Jim Carrey classic Once Bidden uh, uh, <laughs> right? uh, where I tell an entire story of how I dreamed of doing the dance scene from that. Yeah, you should check it out. Well, yeah, uh, it's that that portion is actually going to be highlighted uh, on uh, Jonathan's stories. There's going to be a Jarrett stories, oh. and there's also going to be like highlights of like this week on Bombs Away. So you can get all that on iTunes. I mean, pff, on Instagram. Uh, also, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And if there's a movie, uh, we're taking suggestions for our summertime. Uh, celebrations honestly uh so yeah. if there's a movie that you really want to see um done make sure that you contact us on any of their social networks or contact at bombs away show next week coming up for starship frida uh there are still a couple tickets available for uh the frida cinema our home here in santa Ana. uh starship frida is a dust till dawn movie marathon based on sci-fi classics so the first movie will be solaris the last movie will be bruce willis in the fifth element and everything else in between will be a surprise but i'm telling you right now um it's on may the 4th so hint hint <laughs> okay um ladies and gentlemen we will be at that event so come and see us it's only twenty dollars twenty dollars for an entire like dust till dawn marathon full of events the entire movie theater is going to be themed out it's going to be great come stay as long as you can uh if you make it all the way to the end there's going to be a special prize so uh that is on may the 4th okay that's a friday correct yeah yeah, May the 4th. Maybe. And because of that, we are doing um, next week, tune in for the Caravan of Courage, the Ewok Adventure. Oh. Yes, it's one of two made-for-television <laughs> movies based on the Ewoks from everybody's Return of the Jedi favorite, Yay. which you don't exactly know if this movie was supposed to take place before or after Jedi. But we're going to try to figure it out. Right. So that will be next week on the show. And then uh, stay tuned for Good Mother's night. Day on Mother's Day. I have seen Star Wars. so Yeah, nice. Doing something right. <laughs> uh, Mother's Day for Mother's Day. And then there's a lot of other things coming down the pike. So make sure that you stay tuned. 
to all of our social networks and uh, keep that ear open. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us and thank you for listening. My name is Jonathan. I am Jarrett. And is there even a catchphrase? <laughs>